Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, host of the new How Stuff Works Now podcast. Every week, I'll be bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous developments we've seen in science, technology, and culture. Fresh episodes will be out every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and everywhere else that fine podcasts are found. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. When you bring up bees in social conversations, do your friends inevitably start talking about killer bees and, ooh, how scary they are? Do they make jokes about that awful Wicker Man remake with Nicolas Cage being all like, not the bees? Next time, tell them this. What we should really be worried about is where the hell all our bees are going. Since 2006, honeybees have been disappearing too quickly to guarantee their long-term survival. That's right honeybees may go extinct. Just in 2015's winter, 23% of the honeybee population 
disappeared. Let me tell you why you should care. The United States alone relies on the domesticated European honeybee to pollinate one-third of its food supply. We're talking apples, peaches, almonds, lettuce, broccoli, cranberries, squash, melons, and blueberries here, people. That's $15 billion in crops every year. Not only are bees crucial to our nutrition, they're important to our agricultural economy. Our farm system relies on honeybees as part of its huge engineered production process. Unlike tractors or combines, honeybees are living creatures that are susceptible to biological vulnerabilities like parasites, viruses, and climate conditions. If this army of bees we've manufactured gets sick and dies off, what are we going to do? This record number of bee disappearances is referred to as colony collapse disorder. According to the USDA, the losses were first reported by beekeepers in 2006, with 30 to 90% of their hives being hit. It's also called disappearing disease because we're not finding bee corpses. Poof! They're just gone. Worker bees specifically are disappearing, leaving behind the queen and a few male drones. There's still honey in the hive, but without the worker bees, the colony eventually dies. Bees have disappeared like this in the past, but never this widespread. There's no evidence of predators eating these bees. And bee diseases with creepy names like chalk brood and foul brood don't seem to be the culprit either. The bees come from different suppliers, and their keepers use different methods to both feed them and control pests like mites in their hives. However, moths and other bees are known to avoid affected empty hives for days, a sign that the bees may have died from disease or chemical contamination. The total effects of colony collapse disorder are staggering. We've gone from 5 million bee colonies in the 1940s to only 2.5 million today. Let me do the math for you. That's half our bees gone and vanished. With our modern agricultural needs, hives have to pollinate more than ever before. If losses continue at their current rate, it will threaten the economic viability of the entire bee pollination industry. The cost of honeybees and honey will rise, increasing the cost of the foods they pollinate. We won't starve, but we'll probably get scurvy or some other kind of vitamin deficiency disorder. The scariest part is that we can't nail down a cause for all these disappearing bees. There are dozens of potential answers. Maybe the process of transporting bees long distance is stressing them out, weakening their immune system and exposing them to pathogens that affect their ability to navigate. Varroa and tracheal mites are known to feed on bees by sucking out their vital fluids, and it's possible they're exposing them to an unknown virus. Or, what if there isn't enough genetic diversity among honeybees, making them susceptible to a widespread disease we don't know about yet? Researchers are looking at everything from pesticides to particularly cold winters and a scarcity of clean water as contributors. It could also be a combination of causes. For instance, what if something makes colonies more susceptible to fungicides or pathogens? Scientists even investigated the possibility that the electromagnetic energy in cordless phones was causing colony collapse disorder, though this has since been widely discounted. 
On May 9th, 2014, a new theory was proposed in the Bulletin of Insectology. Researchers from the Harvard School of Public Health found evidence that a class of insecticide called neonicotinoids were significantly harming bee colonies during cold winters, possibly by impairing their neurological functions. The levels of pathogens and parasite levels were the same across the study's research and control groups, suggesting that the insecticide are not making the bees more susceptible to disease or mites. These neonicotinoids are used to increase the stability of crops like corn. The European Union banned the most widely used of these in 2013, but they're still in use in America. Further research is required to pinpoint what exactly these insecticides are doing to bees. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.